This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm back. Road Ranch for the Matrix and Road Show. And well, here we go again. This would be different if it was 1982. And we know we knew that there wasn't some kind of a Hollywood virtue signaling political woke agenda at work here. But that's specifically what there is. And DC has become as egregious as anybody. Superman's son is gay. And now they have race-swapped a character that goes back to 1986. Carrie Kelly, Robin, a redhead. It seems Hollywood, it seems the comic industry, it seems production companies have some kind of a vendetta against redheads. Interesting. A lot like a redheaded president, possibly. Well... This agenda has just rolled over into the new Gotham Night Show. Why? Because they have officially race-swapped Carrie Kelly out. Robin with a black lady. Yeah, a black lady. Um, it's getting a little strange with redheads. Uh, it's, it's an obvious agenda. There's something... Uh, something wrong with redheads. You cannot be redheaded. I don't think you can be Irish. And DC stands for Dead Company. DC race swaps another redhead, Nia Robinson, cast as Carrie Kelly in the CW's Gotham Knights series. Another CW show, Dead on Arrival. ha, <laughs> ha. My God, I believe this is from the Batwoman creator. Why would they possibly give another show to the Batwoman creator? All of these CW shows have been ruined. Have been ruined. For full clarification, myself, Matrix, we've said it before, the first several years of Arrow, very good. First, say, three seasons of The Flash, very good. And then woke agendas exploded everywhere throughout these shows. I didn't even finish Arrow, and I was really invested. I haven't watched The Flash in years now. All hell, Smallville. Let's get to this. This is Bounding in the Comics. Despite surviving the leap from her debut in The Dark Knight Returns to both DC Comics, Curtin... Curtin continuity and cameo in the Titans TV series with her original appearance intact Carrie Kelly has been announced as the red-headed comic book character to receive the latest race swap in their proper live action debut wow okay as announced by deadline Kelly will be portrayed in the CW's upcoming Gotham Knights series by Navia Robinson, 
The actor is perhaps best known as Nia Baxter in That's So Raven series, Raven's Home. That's her right there. Interesting. Okay. Good God. Fear, quote, fearless, idealistic, and plucky as hell, Carrie talked her way into Batman's unlikely sidekick, reads a description of her character provided to the trade news outlet, quote, if there's a burning building or a person in need, she's the first to rush in, just as long as she's home by curfew. There is what Carrie Kelly actually looks like right there. Source, Dark Knight Returns, Volume 1, The Great Frank Miller, 1986 DC Comics. Wow, one of the best runs of The Dark Knight ever. As noted above, since her introduction in the first issue of Frank Miller's seminal The Dark Knight Returns, Kelly has always been depicted as a white-skinned redhead, even with her introduction to the main DCU in 2013's Batman and Robin, Volume 2, Number 19, just as the woke trend of race swapping under the guise of representation began to pick up steam. So she survived that switch over. However, with Robinson's casting, Kelly now joins such fellow DC characters as Hot Girl, Cyclone, Artemis on the list of established redheaded comic book characters who in recent years have been arbitrarily race-swapped in an attempt by publishers and IP owners to court the social media audience. They wonder why DC Comics is dying. Alongside Kelly's casting, it is announced that French actor Oscar Morgan will be an apparent original character named Turner Hayes, who, quote, despite the murder of his biological parents, remains resilient and driven to live up to his billionaire adoptive father's name. Quote, while charming and soulful, he has never quite felt comfortable in this world of wealth and privilege. Furthermore, Days of Our Live actress Olivia Rose Kingan was revealed to be Dulia, better known in the comics as the self-proclaimed Joker's daughter. That's her right there. Abrasive, unpredictable, and a little unhinged, Dula is, above all, a survivor born in Arkham Asylum. Abandoned by her father, the most dangerous man in Gotham, Dulia forged herself into a brutal fighter and skilled thief. Deadline described her character. That actually sounds kind of interesting. There she is, Dark Batman The Dark Knight, Volume 2, The Joker's Daughter, 2013. According to the series plot synopsis by Deadline, Gotham Knights picks up in the aftermath of Bruce Wayne's murder because we need to possibly kill off Bruce Wayne in order to have shows. Rich, white, billionaire. With his rebellious adopted son forging an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusader. As the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear his name, it continues, but in a Gotham with no dark night to protect it, the city descends into the most dangerous it's ever been. However, it comes from the unexpected places of, as this team of mass, mismatched fugitives will become the next generation of saviors known as the Gotham Knights. There's the Dark Knight 3, 2016, right there. There's Carrie Kelly. Set to be helmed by Batwoman writer, Natalie Abrams and producers 
Chad Fivesh, and James uh, Stokenrue. Production on Gotham Knights is set to begin in April. What do you think of Kelly being race-swapped for Gotham Knights? Let us know on social media or in the comments below. It is absolutely, positively dead on arrival. This show is dead on arrival. Hollywood and DC is going to learn people want their characters respected. They want the original vision to continue. Look, at some point, we just got to come out and say it. We got to be honest. There's nothing wrong with a character being white. If you need another black character, awesome. Create a good original character. Build that character up. Flesh that character out. And let that character become legend. Like Jon Stewart is one of the greatest comic book characters ever. The Green Lantern. He's also black. How about Cyborg? Another great black character. Quit taking established characters and doing the laziest thing known to man, which is just let's race swap for the sake of the virtue signal, which is what's happened here. Pathetic. Disney pathetic. CW pathetic. That's why all these shows are straight trash. None of these CW shows are worth a damn at all anymore. You know who was another good black character from the Super Friends? Black Vulcan. Anybody remember that guy? Badass character. Nobody around here has a problem with characters being black. We got a problem with race swapping characters. Lowest common denominator, laziest shit and thing you could possibly do to establish characters. Create original characters. Flesh them out. Make them good. Put a solid story with them. People will buy it regardless. Blade is beloved in the Marvel Universe. Beloved. Absolute, utter nonsense. Another dead-on-arrival CW piece of shit. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thank you.